Hi, I'm Justine, and I'm here to tell you being mentally ill isn't the end of the world. I know what it's like to live with a mental illness. It's hard. You're constantly trying to hide your struggles from others, and you feel like you're weaker than others because of your illness. But that's not true. So many badasses struggle with mental illnesses, but they don't talk about them because they're afraid of being judged or thought of as weak-minded. Well, guess what? They're not. We can change that by talking openly about our struggles and sharing our stories with each other in a positive light. This is why I created Mentally a Badass, so we can come together as badasses who are also mentally ill or who has had it rough in life and share our stories with one another in a safe place that celebrates our strengths rather than shames our weaknesses. I hope this podcast helps you feel less alone in this crazy life of ours, and I hope it makes your life just a little bit better. Welcome back to Mentally a Badass. My name is Justine, and today we have the co-founder of Mentally a Badass, Ariel. You guys may know her from the graphics that she posts, the blogs that she writes. So today we are doing a fun, a little fun episode. We're playing a game. We're doing Never Have I Ever, a mental health edition. So we're going to be going, we're going to be doing a bunch of them, and this is going to be a fun opportunity for you guys to really, you know, get to know us. You guys know us from Instagram, but we just want you guys to you know get closer to us so yeah ariel welcome to the podcast i'm glad to finally have you on Yay, i'm excited <laughs> okay so let's get right into never have i ever i'm gonna pick the first one okay never have i ever had a relapse in my addiction recovery journey um well i never had addiction recovery i have never had one either yeah we never had addiction so we'll both <laughs> okay. Go right on to the next one. Yeah. Never have I ever had a reoccurring nightmare related to my mental health. Oh, I, I just yeah, about that. Like, yeah. I have nightmares like literally like almost every. I actually had one last night. Oh, from the movie? <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't from the movie. I had a, I had a nightmare last night that my boyfriend left me. Oh no! I know. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was just yeah. So that was kind of like more like a minor one. Sometimes I'll have like severe ones where like a demon is like attack like attacking me. But uh, mm. one time I had a nightmare that a priest was like putting me on fire. Yeah, I know it's kind of dark. Sorry guys. Oh, no. oh But yeah, no. Um, but yeah, the last one I had one was mine, and I texted my boyfriend this morning. And I was like, I had a dream that you cheated on me. She was like, I'll never do that. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah. I have not because I'm. Luckily, I can kind of control my dreams in a You way. can control your dreams? Yeah, so it's mostly like a lot of it I use for my writing too. It's uh, just, oh, really? Do you have a I dream journal? Not really. Well, I guess because on my notes app, I just kind of like really quickly write like True. ideas. But not like this is what I dreamt of kind of thing. But yeah, mm-hmm. my dreams are usually very pleasant. I'm, I'm lucky. so jealous <laughs> of you. My goodness. Oh, wow, this is nice. Never have I ever been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. It just called you out. It did. It literally did because I have bipolar disorder. And, like, part of living with bipolar is, like, having recurrent nightmares, like, a lot. So I was like, oh, that's so weird how, like, the universe gave me this one. So, yeah. This is fun. I like doing this. <laughs> um, never have I ever used medication as a long-term solution for my mental health. I will say no because mm-hmm. I haven't had any medication or anything mm. for mental health. Yeah, I have. I was on medication like um, on and off if on and off medication since I was 17. But right now I'm currently not on medication for mental health. Okay. Never have I practiced self-compassion in difficult times. 
I would hope so. <laughs> I definitely try. I mean, like, yeah. of course there's sometimes that you're like, you should be kinder to yourself. But yeah. You're like just beating yourself up. Yeah. But I definitely want to do that more and stop the negativity. Yeah, I did today. I was like, Ariel, are you still negative, Nancy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that yeah. Because, like, we were supposed to be going on at 3 o'clock today, and then it just started, like, downpouring. So, like, and you're like, oh, can I sit down? I'm like, Ariel. never have i ever had a mental health day off from work or school oh interesting i don't think i labeled it as mental health i was just like i don't feel well can i please stay home kind of thing i definitely have stayed home but yeah it wasn't referred to as that yeah i would say like in my head it was a mental health day but i just like with work I didn't like have to be like explain why I'm calling out, you know. Like I mean, you call up for a sick day, sick day, but I wouldn't be like I'm calling out for a mental health day. Um, but yeah, no, I've done that way like multiple times. Um, but I need what I need to do better is like taking more mental health days like as my own boss. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's nice like what now. I struggle with right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Never have I ever reached out for support from a friend or a loved one. That'd be sad if you don't. I did. I, I like, reached no. out to you over that time, okay. and then I, I like, was like that's such a sad question. Like, yeah. imagine people who don't have someone to reach yeah, out there's to. Yeah, pe- there's people out there that don't have that, you know. That's and then sad. they, you know, that's why we do what we do. And so people, you know, people reach out to us sometimes. Yeah. And totally cool with that, you know. Um, but I definitely have. I mean. I like reached out to you one time. I was like, "Can I stay with you for like a week? My mental health is shit." And you're like, "Okay, <laughs> here you go. Here's the bed. <laughs> Here's the bed." <laughs> oh wait, it's your turn, right? Uh, oh my bad. <laughs> no, we're not keeping track. I'm just uh, like, I feel like I just dipped my hand in here. Yeah. Ooh. Never have I ever experienced a traumatic event. Dun 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 dun. I would say yes. Yeah. Um, I have. Definitely like near-death experiences like in car accidents kind of thing like luckily it didn't happen but that was like traumatic and then like of course like the passing you live in florida so it's supposed to happen like every day anytime you're anytime you're like on the road in florida (laughs) it was on i4 yes it was on i4 (laughs) they call it die for yeah (laughs) that's horrible have you heard have you ever heard that saying no i I feel like I've heard it it be called something else. Really? But yeah, I just avoid I for like. Really? Oh wow! Because uh. Luckily, I'm on you know this side of town, so I don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Never have I ever had a relapse in my mental health journey. I definitely have. Yeah, I think that's normal. Like. Yeah. It's just gonna happen. It's someone that you live with for the rest of your life, essentially. It's so sad to like think of it like that, but I feel like, I I really think there's. Once it's in the beginning, when you're in the beginning of your journey, it's more normal to just keep relapsing it, relapsing. But then I feel like it does get easier when you really like you know rewire your brain. Yeah, because you kind of fall back in those bad habits. Right. I feel like comfortable. I feel like my last like hardcore relapse was in college. Um, and that was like how long ago? Like five, seven, six years ago. So far away now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still have like my moments, of course. Like, I have my bad days. I have like, yeah, but I say like my worst one was probably like then. Yeah. Hmm. I said my turn. Uh, your turn, right? Yeah. Uh, never have I ever struggled with low self esteem. Come on, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Oh yeah, I feel like I don't think I've really met anybody who's never like struggled like, with a low self esteem. Because like even celebrities. 
struggle with it. Oh, especially, I feel like celebrities are one of like the biggest people who would struggle with it because, especially with the internet these days and social media, like back when people were celebrities, you know, I mean, I guess they'll see the articles people write about them, but they don't really hear too much of what the public would say. Yeah, now they get tagged and it's like, yeah, you're, open, you're like, I just want to scroll through Instagram and it's like, now everyone's tagging you. Yeah. pictures of you like trying to eat a burger or something I don't know <laughs> yeah and then you, or on TikTok when you're just scrolling on TikTok and you just see like videos of yourself or memes yeah it's bad yeah so I think it's definitely a hundred times worse now why can't we just all be kinder to each other I don't know I think people get bored and they're also yeah. happy with their own lives true never have I interesting <laughs> We were just talking about this one Never have I ever attended a mental health conference or workshop. We haven't, but we want to. Yeah, we're just... We literally was just talking so much about what we want to do with the brand. And um, Ariel's husband was like, why don't you guys go to like a conference or a workshop? And we're like, hmm, that's not a bad idea. But we're just trying to see if there was anything in Orlando. But so far, we haven't seen anything that really was a good fit because some of it like some of it was kind of more towards like therapists and psychiatrists going and I mean it makes sense but I just I feel like I need we need to go to one where it's just people like us like we're not medical professionals we're just two girlies like on social media wanting to be like there for you and comforting and you know we have our own experience that we share and um yeah, so if, we get, if there's going to be a conference out there like that, that'd be cool. That'd be nice. Yeah, a workshop. Never have I ever had a social anxiety episode. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like you probably do more than I do. Yeah. I feel like I do have social anxiety, but it's... It depends where I am. It depends on the environment for me, I feel like. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, like, I feel like if I... I don't know. It just—I think it's just like an energy thing. I don't know. It's weird with me, but it's—it's kind of. I'm like an. I feel like I'm an introvert and extrovert at the same time. Yeah, and now for me, definitely, it's like when I was younger, it was worse. Like now, Mm -hmm. at least I have the knowledge to understand like why I'm feeling that way, kind Mm -hmm. of thing. But like you know the story of me. Yeah. (laughs) That was in elementary school. Um, I went to a Catholic school and pretty much every day they were like, you have to go to school. And I was like, nah, because worse anxiety. Yeah. And they would like try to drag me off. Like literally a nun was like trying to. A nun was trying to drag you? And then I kicked this nun because I was so anxious. I was like, I cannot. It felt like if I went another day, I was going to die. kicked the nun? Yes. How come I don't remember you telling me the story? (laughs) I don't know. You kicked the nun? Oh my God. Oh my God. How old were you? I always feel like I say eight. Like, that's, like, when the most traumatic things happen. Oh, my goodness. That's so crazy. You were feisty. Not really. I mean, it was the same. It was super quiet, but it was, like, that was... I hope you don't come kicking me. (laughs) That was, like, the one time where it was, like, flight or fight kind of thing. Yeah. It's, like, you're not allowing me to hide. Yeah. So I'm just, like, don't don't let me go. Actually, I totally get that. All right, never have I ever had an eating disorder. So, um, I mean, I don't, I was never diagnosed with one. Yeah. I want to say no, but I definitely, like, have 
like a hard relationship with food especially yeah. with my health issues you know? yeah it's kind of like hard to know if it's like an eating disorder or if it's just because of your physical issues that you experience yeah. like medically for me like i when i was in 2017 when i first moved here to florida i was having like a lot of weight issues that i actually like never spoke about i was like getting underweight like i was hitting like almost 99 oh. And I didn't, I didn't talk about it to literally anybody because I was like, I don't know what the heck is going on. And I was like so scared. And I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to like be anorexic? And I thought it was just like my crazy schedule with working, you know, at working at Test Track. And like also when you work at Test Track, you're standing for like eight hours and constantly going back and forth and this and that. So you're constantly exercising. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was like, oh, maybe because my food like schedule is off because like, you know, they'll have you working like closing and then opening and then closing and then, you know has like all over the place yeah. but um but yeah i just kept losing weight and then during that was like during my youtube era and then i like look at videos of myself and i'm like oh my god like yeah so i don't know I, i'm not like i don't have that problem anymore but i don't know if i was ever eating disorder no idea never have i ever practiced gratitude journaling oh that's cute yeah i have done that i've bought journals like dedicated to that Mm -hmm. but i feel like i have a habit of like doing it for a month and then kind of like trailing off yeah i feel like yeah i feel like i've done it and then i just like stopped and i should keep doing it more it's really hard to be really consistent on doing that yeah all right never have i ever used art or creativity as a coping mechanism Yay. I do that every day. We, I mean, our brand is filled with creativity. Like, I mean, she does all of the graphics. I do the video content. It's all creativity. And it's literally coping for us, too. Really you know, is. like <laughs> sometimes when I'm about to do a post, I'm like, "What have I gone through today?" Like, no, seriously, you know, like you know, it's crazy in my mind. Just sometimes, like if I'm going through something, I'm like, well, "Crap, I'm going through something." Like this stuff, I'm like, "Hey, this be good content, though." <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right? I'm like, it's kind of like a sad way of thinking, but it's like, okay, I'm going through something. Let me just like really take it in and write it all down, so I can be a video later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's good, but then it's also exhausting because then it's like, stop thinking about videos, stop thinking about content. <laughs> but it's also like, I feel like if I'm at a good point of my life, I'm like, which is good, but I'm like, okay, well, what's my next video about? Because the videos that do well on our account are the ones where it's like, I'm being very like raw with what I experience. So, mm-hmm. and I also like, I mean, I could make videos where it's like, about something that I, I don't personally experience, but it's something that people still, still relate to and you really are just acting. But then part of me is like, oh, well, I don't want to feel like, I don't want people, because well, I think too, sometimes I get people reaching out to me being like, are you okay? And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm fine. Like it's just, I, I want to be, because the thing is, the content that does really well, like how sad it sounds, or it's like depressing content. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because people are hurting and people are probably, you know, on social media, finding something that they can feel heard and feel re- and relate to. So that's why the content is so well. Um, so I always have to kind of like do content where it's kind of like dark. But I mean, I like that it helps people, but also I'm like, okay, I have to keep constantly thinking of dark content and staying creative with it. And it's like, like if I do a, like a video about, let's say, schizophrenia, like I don't have that. Yeah. You know? It's hard to yeah I, I, I yeah i mean i i think hopefully people will understand after following us 
following us that the account is ran by two people, but we're here to make content to help others. But it's not like it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to have to go do every little, every single thing that we post, you know? Yeah. Um, but I talk to a lot of people who do experience these things, and that's kind of how I learn, which is, uh, you know, through the podcast. I feel like that's really interesting what you said, like having to kind of, not having to do dark things, but that's what relates most to people. Yeah. Because I feel like singers have that same issue where True. they're like gone through a breakup and they make a whole album and right. everyone's like, we want more breakup. But it's like, yeah. why do you want me miserable? <laughs> yeah, actually Olivia Rodrigo said that. Because you know like her whole album was pretty much all about the whole breakup and everything. Mm-hmm. And then she was sitting in an interview. She was like, well, the, the, the album did so well. Yeah. Because I guess, you know, people are relating and everything. And she was like, well, man, like this thing's like, I don't want to be miserable my whole life. <laughs> yeah. I think like Sam Smith had that in a... Adele. Oh, they yeah. They both had, like... Because then they put out their next album, and it's happy, and everyone's like, well, I want to cry. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's your turn, right? Oh. Yeah. I think it is, yeah. Never have I ever had trouble sleeping due to mental health issues. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Me always. I feel like sometimes. Like, if I'm, like, really stressed, then I just sit awake. I have a hard time staying asleep. Like, that's my problem. Oh, yeah. It's like, I feel like, I mean, sometimes I have a hard time going to sleep too, but I feel like it's just the staying asleep part is like, oh my God, like every one hour to two hours, I'm always waking up, tossing and turning. And I'm like, it's like the worst thing ever. And then when I'm asleep, I'm not having a nightmare. Yeah. I feel like that happens to me. Like I wake up like every hour and I'm like, stop. Yeah. Or I'll go, I'll go to sleep and then wake up and I won't feel rested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the worst too. Never have I ever self-harmed. I have. I have not. That's nice. I feel like definitely because I hate needles and like <laughs> just hurting myself in general. So I'm just like, ah. Yeah, that's... yeah. Well, part of, yeah. Well, part of my like disorder is like that is one of the symptoms. But yeah, I don't anymore, but I did. I used to. Never have I ever practiced self-care regularly. I feel like I do. I don't know if I do it. Like, well, all I feel the time. like right now you're doing a great job of self care. You know, like mm-hmm. how you, uh, you know, when you quit a job that was like really horrible for your mental health. Like that's like the biggest like self care thing that you can do. Yeah, and thank God, I was luckily had my husband to kind of like help us stay afloat. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people don't have that. Mm-hmm. And they're not able to really to quit. Yeah, because yeah. at the end of the day, like money keeps people alive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember it was a very uh like I was like him and I both were convincing you. <laughs> you're like, we're like yeah. you're like cuz it was because um, you know, I felt really bad like how miserable you were, especially when you know, it was making worse on your health and I'm like, yeah. you know, you need to, you know, you and I were very lucky that we were both able to both leave our jobs because we do have like supportive people in our lives. Um, so, you know, I just I wish we should like run like a nonprofit for people who like need to leave their jobs for like mental health. Oh my God, <laughs> that would be a pretty cool nonprofit that. idea, actually. I really would. To help that. people leave their toxic jobs. I would love to like sneak in a job that we know is toxic. Like someone's like, this job is toxic. So you like pretend like, oh, I'm playing. And then you like get them. Oh, man. <laughs> documentaries also documentary. <laughs> right oh my god it's like what catfishing toxic jobs yes oh, <laughs> oh that'd be great I'm like you guys need to do better like do you understand how you're harming these people yeah okay uh never have i ever practiced deep breathing exercises 
I have. I'm not very consistent with it, but I have. Yeah, I have. Um, I feel like the first time I was really introduced to that was in college. We did that mm-hmm. for actually in an acting class, mm-hmm. which it was so nice and cool. relaxing. Do you want to hear something funny? Uh-uh. So, <laughs> when I was in college, I did a human resource internship, and they um, they had me like literally like lead a meditation class. Oh. Yeah, it was kind of like a like a mental health thing for employees. So um, I think the reason I was doing the HR like internship, actually, by the way, I really hated it because it was just like it was so typical like filing like putting like paperwork and filing it was just really killing my vibe um and i think like i said to them i was like basically being like i want to do more like i don't want to just be sitting all day just like filing things from like 1980 something you know it was like something like that it was it was like, it was, like archive like documents and they were like oh can you go um you know, fix this. And it was like literally piles and piles. I feel like I was on a freaking TV show. I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing like the typical intern thing. So I think I said to them, I was like, I want to do something more. Like, and then they're like, oh, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, I mean, mental health's important to me. And they're like, oh, you want to do like a meditation class for our employees? And I was like, okay. So they literally like had me like, like dude, I was literally <laughs> doing them. I, I think about this now. And I'm like, I was literally running a meditation class for like, random people that worked for a company about for like gynecologist that is very random and they enjoyed it they had fun yeah they said they liked it it helped them be stress-free and i was like this is so interesting i don't know maybe we should you should have some classes like lives you know my you know remember (laughs) i was doing asmr on youtube for like a hot minute and it did so well Mm -hmm, yeah i don't know foreshadowing <laughs> go back to do it never have i ever struggled with anxiety i kind of think we touched on that a little bit so yes. honestly <laughs> reality everybody like struggles with anxiety these days like the world is so stressful yeah you know unless you live like amish you know unless like you're just kind of like stress. away you're like yes give me the stress <laughs> Yeah, unless you're like Amish and you're just like milking cows all day, like life's stressful. But even then, I assume yeah. they probably do their own stresses and stuff. True, true, yeah. Never have I ever taken medication. Didn't we just get this one? I think I was saying long term before. Oh, well, yes, yeah, so I've taken medication for mental health reasons. Ariel hasn't. Yes. <laughs> Never have I ever been hospitalized due to mental health reasons. Hey listener, if you have come this far into the podcast episode, I hope that you are enjoying it. And also, I would love if you guys, if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you can leave a review, it helps so much um, in the algorithm to get our podcast pushed to new listeners. And if you're on Spotify, if you can follow us on there, that would be truly amazing and the more you guys share the more that we grow in this podcast and the more we grow the more episodes we can put out for you guys so yes thank you so much for listening and now back to the episode so i haven't been hospitalized for mental health reasons but i did go to the hospital in the er because i thought something was wrong with me but then the guy was like yeah, you probably just had a panic attack. And I was like, oh, what about I feel you? like I've had a similar situation where I was like, oh my God, my chest really hurts. And they're like, checked everything. They're like, you're fine. You're just That was also like right like a few months after my um, dad had passed away. Oh. So we were like, we don't want to go to the hospital. Right. But they were like, oh, you're probably just dealing with that. And I'm like, oh, thanks. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes sense because that's a really upsetting situation. Never have I ever used exercise as a way to improve my mental health. I have. I have a trainer now. Oh, <laughs> and it does yeah. help. Yeah. No, it does help a lot. I also just, like, feel confident in myself. I'm like, ooh, I'm toned. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a big thing. It, like, really helps with confidence. And then you do feel good afterwards. I mean, while you're doing it, you're like, my <laughs> body hurts. But then after, it's like, oh, nice. Uh, the dim the <laughs> <laughs> What was that? I don't know. Um, the gym that I go to has like a sauna. So, what? yeah, That's so cool. me and Regan always have a routine, you know, we'll go um, do weights for like 30 to 40 minutes and then we'll do cardio and then we'll have a massage chair and then we do the massage and then we go to the sauna. Wait, so they have people there in the massage table that just massage you? Oh, it's just like one of the, like a hydro like, massage things. So you can like lay in the bed and like it's like for 10 minutes and it goes like up and down. Supposed to like help with like muscle recovery. Yeah, it's like part of our membership. We got the highest membership because we wanted that. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and the sauna with the sauna too. So it's it's really, we look forward to like our routine. That's nice because, yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, the workout might be hard, but at least we get to do this afterwards. <laughs> I'm really into the work. I mean, oh my gosh, my personal trainer, he would like, li- like some of our sessions would be good, easy, and some would be like, I want to, I'll be like looking at him and be like, I hate you. <laughs> Do you want to? <laughs> yeah. To pass out today? Oh, I literally like almost passed out once, and then like Regan like was like almost like threw up once. Like he was like spitting in a garbage because like they were like he was like really like making us go. But it's like it's I'm glad he did that because yeah. we need it, you know. And it's like once you get pushed that hard, it's kind of like everything else is like okay, we we kind of broke through that wall. Yeah. And everything else is just like easier. Never have I ever felt suicidal. I have. I think so too. Yeah. I love food just like, okay, that's it. That's all I need to know. <laughs> okay. Um, never have I ever had a phobia. I feel like I have. Yeah. I feel like I have like spider phobias and yeah. like cockroaches and like snakes and like things like that. Sometimes I actually even have a phobia of an elevator. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you start to think about it, it's like, mm, I hope this doesn't get stuck and drop. <laughs> yeah, and we don't need to be in the Tower of Terror. Yeah. I think mine is really heights is a big one. Like sometimes oh, yeah. when I'm high up and like I can't go near the edge or I feel like I'm going to pass out. I feel like that too, but also I just feel like I still do it just because it's cool. Yeah, I still go, well, I used to go on roller coasters. Now I feel like I have a phobia of roller coasters. Oh, really? I was on, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say which roller coaster this was. <laughs> roller coaster here in Orlando. <laughs> And it just felt super shaky because the first time I went on it, it was so smooth and really? nice. Really? Which one? And the music was playing, so you probably know which one it is now. Is it Rock and Roller Coaster? <laughs> yeah. Wait, it was shaky? I feel yeah. like it's supposed to kind of be like that. Well, when I first went on it, it was so smooth. And like, I picked the um, song, it was nice. You picked the song? Yeah, you could pick your song. I think you're talking about it. You're not talking, you're not talking about the Disney one. You're talking about the one in Universal. Oh, yeah, Universal. oh yeah, I've never been on that one. Oh, Never yes. mind. Rip Rock it. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I, I never went on that one. I was too scared to go on that one. Yeah, but then, like, when I went on it again later on, it was super rocky, and I was like, please do not <laughs> let me die on this. And then also, I think during Halloween Horror Nights, it got stuck a bunch of times. So I was oh, like, my God. One time I was at Dorney Park. I was a senior in high school. It was like some, it was like our field trip. And I was with my friend, and um, we're going, like, it was one of those things where you have to have the thing over you, and then it's like supposed to go upside down. And then 
we were about to go up and like the people didn't like really check to see if it was good so my friend like hers never clicked and then the ride started and i was like oh my god she's about to die and then like i was like oh my god this is not happening and then you know what i did i like put my arm around it and i was like i'll just lose a limb it's fine mm. um but anyway but as soon as we were going like up halfway going like all the way peak up then we heard a click oh thank goodness that was the scariest shit ever yeah whenever i go on a ride i'm like <laughs> like pulling up and down like please don't okay uh, never have I ever sought therapy or counseling. Oh, I have multiple times. I actually have never. Really? Yeah. You've never been to therapy? No. I feel like in the um, beginning of this year, or definitely when I was in work, <laughs> I was looking for a therapist, but I like never found one and then started feeling better. And then I never went back to looking. Oh, <laughs> but my I goodness. Should. I had no idea. All right. I'm saying. Um, never have I ever participated in a mental health awareness campaign. Ah, I don't know. Like, did we call our own thing like mental health awareness campaigns? Like, I don't think we had. We did like. I mean, we actually have one that we want to plan together. Yeah. We just want. We're waiting on like another person to see if they want to accept our collaboration idea. So I guess mm-hmm. that, would be, that would be considered a mental health awareness campaign. I think so, but we haven't done it yet. Yeah. I feel like our whole, just our whole thing is like mental health awareness campaign. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, does that count? I feel like it counts, but not. But it's quite. not like a project from start to finish yeah. kind of thing. It's just yeah. Ongoing. It's just ongoing. <laughs> never have I ever been diagnosed with depression. I have. But I mean, you said you've never been to therapy. Yeah. So, so I've you never were never been... like ever like legally diagnosed with anything then, right? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. I would assume that I have like depression, anxiety. It's also different types of depression. Yeah. there's seasonal depression there's like um clinical depression then there's like depression that can stem from like lack of nutrition it's there's so much and there's depression that comes from um trauma yeah, yeah. we could actually do like a whole episode about that like different types of depression mm-hmm. if you guys want that let me know in the comments maybe i'll make one uh, never have i ever experienced dissociation or depersonalization i feel like i have because like dissociating is kind of like when you kind of like lose touch of reality and you're kind of just like there and then you're like oh crap i'm like well i feel like every form of dissociation i feel like everyone has experience to an extent is like when you're driving yeah you know and you're like oh wait how did i get there oh already (laughs) yeah exactly that's kind of like dissociation but i think it's really more asking like if you just kind of like experience on a regular basis like you're just kind of like you know i don't know but depersonalization like what is i guess that's like what you say it's more like I can't remember if that's the one that's kind of... Because, like, I have this where I feel like I'm kind of floaty. I, like, I call it... Yeah. I feel like I'm a ghost. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, like, I don't feel completely out of my body, but I feel like I'm just going through the motion. Not even going through the motions. Like, it feels very numb. Interesting. Ever have I ever struggled with body image? I have. Yes, I have, too. Yeah. See, I feel like we had similar experiences where, like... I believe we were talking about this before, mm-hmm. how like in high school, we were very like fit and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then it's like, as you get older, you start to gain weight. Yeah. It's like, when you're younger, everyone's like, you're too skinny. Mm-hmm. And then when you start gaining weight, you're like, oh, I wish I was that weight right. before. But it's like, you can't fully go back to when you were a teenager just because our bodies Right. Grow. I feel like, yeah, I mean, you're right. You can't like go back to like a teenager body, but you could like go back to being like fit, fit if you yeah. really like train and eat better and stuff like that and 
I mean, I gained, like, in the pandemic, I gained a lot of weight. And I think it was just the whole, like, working from home. Yeah. Yeah. I always try to be, like, instead of how much do I weigh is how am I feeling and, like, do I have more energy Mm -hmm. and more of am I eating something that's going to make me healthier, not, like, I want to eat this because I want to be skinnier. Like, I try not to think like that. I try not to as well. It's just, like, so, like, hard. And I feel like it's just, like, it's... I mean, it's mostly, like, in women. I mean, men, of course, do. I'm sure they do with body image as well. But it's, like, with women, I feel like our bodies are always constantly changing throughout the month, too, because just, like, the hormonal stuff. So it's, like, I'll be, like, oh, wow, I'm, like, flexed up, and skinny. And, like, oh, I'm bloated. Probably because of my hormones. And it's just another thing. It's just, yeah, it's rough to, like, not think like that, especially with social media, too. And we see, like, all these, like, models and such on TikTok, them, like, shaking their butt. And I'm, like... (laughs) Yeah, I think it's the worst, like we were saying, like our bodies do change throughout the month. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in college and being like starting to gain some weight mm-hmm. from when I was like, because I used to play basketball 24-7. I so used like, to be a b-baller? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> so I was like starting to gain weight and I was like, oh, you know, whatever. But I remember I was like on my period and I was super bloated. <laughs> this chair, I'm sorry. <laughs> this chair. <laughs> I want to let me, let me, how about you redo that because the podcast is just going to be hearing that and then it's going to be like, what is going on? Can you repeat yourself about your b-balling days? Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> I used to play a basketball player again. So I used to play basketball and I was very thin because I was literally play basketball 24-7 like every day. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got into college, um, that's when I finally stopped playing basketball. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to gain some weight and I remember being on my period and being bloated and like one of my friends was like looking at me suspiciously i also had a boyfriend at the time so they were like are you pregnant and i'm like no <laughs> that is I'm so mean i'm like i'm literally on my period right now they're like so what you can still be pregnant i'm like what is happening like stop i think that's the worst like women constantly have to worry about someone being like are you pregnant that is so like honestly if i see any woman that's like may or may not be pregnant i never ever say anything yeah. like the person can literally be like about to pop and i still won't say anything because you never know yeah it's, you know it's, it's just like why are we it's like ugh. i feel like back in the day it was like people would be like oh congratulations they're like look at me congratulations but like, it's like <laughs> and again it's like you don't know there's so many people who have like certain diseases out there that may make them look pregnant but they're really yes. not exactly yeah so it's really hard i just let people tell me when they're pregnant and that's it never have i ever felt ashamed of my mental health struggles i did like when i was like in high school but now i'm not now i'm like open and very open about my mental health struggles <laughs> like, <laughs> like i make videos on the daily <laughs> i make videos on the daily talking about my mental health <laughs> i think yeah everyone probably when they were younger felt ashamed just because the stigma and not enough education about it and also you were feeling these things and there was no words to explain it at the time people yeah. were just like why do you feel like that i feel like the only time i feel ashamed if it's like messing with like a relationship that i have oh, yeah, or if it's like i feel like i'm being annoying i feel like i'm being too much like i think that's when i still kind of deal with that but when it comes to like i don't feel ashamed like going like for example here on tiktok live on my podcast and talking about my struggles like that's like what I I guess I just don't care if strangers know you know that is interesting too because I feel like I'm more likely to share stuff with strangers versus Mm -hmm. people that you know yeah 
It's like, I wonder what the psychology behind that is. Probably because there's a chance you may never see them again. True. And then mm-hmm. it's like someone you know could judge you and then you're like, oh. And then you like, feel like you'll ruin the relationship. Yeah. That makes sense. Never have I ever attended a support group for mental health. Um, I have not, but I wish. I think we kind of talked about that. Like we kind of wanted to do that in the future. Yeah, like a well, a support group. I think that means like, oh, like if you're going through something. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I never did. I've wanted to. I just never like actually done it because all of the, all of them lately are online, and um, I just like rather do th- that stuff in person than just be on a Zoom call. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how everything has changed now. Yeah, definitely. Never have I ever experienced post-traumatic stress disorder. I don't know, honestly, if I have. I've never been diagnosed with it, but I feel like I like I could be on the edge a lot, and some of the things will like startle me. Certain things, I don't know. I don't know if that's considered PTSD. Because when people think of PTSD, they think of, like, war. But I'm like... Yeah, but it's yeah, not always It's not that. just war. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. think I have either. Mm-hmm. Never have I ever attended a therapy session with a partner or family member. Mm-hmm. No, I never have. I feel like maybe I will down the road, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never have either. I feel like it's healthy. If, like, needed, of course. But no, I never have. Yeah. I guess it could be awkward if, like, your family member... It's kind of like in denial. True. Because they really want to be there. Yeah. Never have I ever struggled with OCD. I would say no. Yeah, I would say no too. I would say sometimes I'll have like some tendencies where I'll yeah. be like, oh my God, I locked the door. Like something like that. But yeah. I never like, I'm not like a perfect, I know you're, you're kind of perfectionist, but yeah, I don't but think I'm, it's really. I don't think it's to that extent. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, this is not even. <laughs> or like. Or, yeah, like, the door thing. Like, I get really... I'll be driving. I'm like, did I shut my door? Yeah. <laughs> Never have I ever used a mental health app or online resource. I have. Yeah. Yeah. And they have There's a lot some... of different apps now. Yeah. Never have I ever felt hopeful about my mental health journey? I have felt hopeful. It's like, again, another sad one. Like, you don't feel hopeful? Of course, <laughs> you should always feel hopeful. It's going to be yeah. difficult at first. But yeah, of course. Every day is a challenge, but yeah. some days are Some really days are, easy. like, really good, and some days are really bad. That's just kind of how it is. Yeah. Never have I ever experienced a panic attack. I have. Yeah, I have too. I think I have, like, twice. No, maybe two or three times. One time I was hospitalized for it. Never have I ever struggled with addiction or substance abuse. I have not. No, I wouldn't say I had a problem. I was able to, like, stop. If, like, you know, like, like alcohol and stuff, like, not, like, that was pretty much it. If anything, I noticed I was drinking too much, I'd be, like, I was able to stop before it got too bad. I was, like, unless, like, sugar and caffeine counts, which I have let go of both of them. But, I mean, that also, a lot of people are addicted to caffeine and stuff. Yeah. Um, never have I ever been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. Um, I haven't been, like, I mean, like, fully diagnosed with it. But when I was being diagnosed with bipolar, they're like, oh, we see you may have BPD, but we're like not 100% sure. Never have I ever felt stigmatized because of my mental health. Um, I feel like we all have. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. I feel like society in general, I don't know, like, 
people in my life because again I haven't like really been diagnosed with anything so mm-hmm. I guess they wouldn't have the chance to yeah um, but like yeah society in general yeah true never have I ever used positive affirmations to boost my mood I definitely have yeah, I mean we're just doing that right before we got on to this podcast yes. yeah <laughs> <That's> so nice <laughs> and we definitely have a lot of posts dedicated to that yeah well. never have I ever had a loved one support me during a mental health crisis I have yeah definitely have yeah again that's one that's like it's sad to think that people don't have someone in their life that they can yeah turn to okay let's see never have I ever saw alternative therapies for mental health issues I definitely have Mm -hmm. uh oh yeah I would do like kava you know Mm -hmm. talk to you about kava cbd um weed and things like that like I would help that would help a lot with like my anxiety and boosting my mood so I would say that'd be like an alternative not like a traditional like treatment okay I don't know if like meditation and stuff counts or like mm-hmm. kind of writing it like journaling and also true writing experiences into stories yeah that's true um never have I ever practiced mindfulness or meditation <laughs> I love how we were just talking <laughs> Uh, yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely have. I'm not like successful. I mean, mindfulness, I'm definitely very big on meditation. I don't, I'm not like consistent with it or anything like that. How's your experience with mindfulness? Because I do find like sometimes it comes easy. Um, it's not supposed to be easy, but a lot of times I'm just like so hyper aware that I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Being hyper aware that you're doing something wrong. I don't know. I can't explain it. It's just like, it's like I know that I'm doing it. Sometimes I feel like this way with exercising too. It's mm-hmm. like, you know that you're supposed to be lifting weights to like make your muscles bigger, but then it's like you're hyper aware that you're doing it. So it's just like awkward kind of. I don't you're know. aware that you're doing Well, I'm confused. I don't know. I don't think I'm explaining it very well. Never have I ever engaged in self-sabotaging behaviors due to mental health struggles. Yeah, definitely have. I would say yeah. I'm definitely guilty of that. Never have I ever felt isolated due to my mental health. Um, I would say yeah. I would say I've had moments like that, not recently. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the feeling of no one else understands, but it's mostly because you're not. It's somewhat like you're not communicating with other people so that they can understand. It's like that. Oh, no one's gonna understand. I'm gonna tell them, and they're gonna mm-hmm. think I'm weird, and then it's kind of like kind of self. Isolate yeah and then also it's like you feel like you're gonna be a, like you're like a burden so you kind of just like hide yes, yeah that's a big one yeah i do when i have like my moments i just kind of like hide in my room mm. <laughs> i will give you one and i will take one if i can all right awesome one. never have i ever struggled with body dysphoria this this morphia um i feel like sometimes i have but I don't really know if it is it. Like, I never, like, talked about it with, like, a therapist or anything like that to really be able to, like, give a straight answer. Be like, yes, I have. But I've had, like, thoughts. Like, oh, like, I'll look at a picture and I'll be like, oh, I look... Or I look in a mirror and I'll think, like, I'm fat. And then, like, I look in a picture and I'm after a picture during like, the same day and I'm like, hmm, not. Like, if I'm seeing, like, in some point of view from somebody else. So I'm like, is that body dysphoria? I don't know. Yeah. I need to be more educated on that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like the same way. It's just when you look in the mirror and you're like, ugh. And then the same day you're like, oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how does that work? Is it lighting? Like, I feel like it's this? something I just need to like definitely educate myself more on. Yeah. Uh, never have I ever felt overwhelmed by stress. 
<laughs> I'm like always overwhelmed by stress. <laughs> right? That's like just like literally me on the daily. Yeah, that's how I feel too. It's like I feel like why, every, especially now, just like the world is just so stressful, and like with social media and all the bad news and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, because you know we're trying to build a brand, it's like mm-hmm. you're constantly learning new strategies, new things. You're making new content. It's just like it's a lot. It's a Even lot. Like you, fun, it's just like marketing is not easy. Social media marketing is definitely not easy. Um, and then the content creation and just like keeping building, keeping community, keeping retention, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so that was our last one. That was our last one. Wow. Yeah. I think that was fun. Yay. I feel like how we're kind of doing like a rapid fire thing as like my friend Allison would say. Um, yeah. Well, I hope that you guys, you know, learned a lot from us today. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully you did it along with us too. Yeah, I guess just kind of like thinking of it, and I guess being mindful of like what we're saying, like, hmm, like, have I experienced this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but okay, so thanks, Ariel, for joining, and never have I ever. Yay! It was nice and fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think this is like probably the first time people are really like hearing your voice and stuff. Like, I know. Yeah, so. Like a and seeing bit of you, be like, oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, no, I had so much fun. So thanks, guys, for listening to this podcast episode, and stay tuned for next week.